Hello and welcome friends. You are now listening to the new grad physical therapist success blueprint audio experience. I am the host of this podcast, Javier Carlin, the founder of the new grad PT mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists like yourself to become confident clinicians, increase their worth as PTs and take control of their finances without burning out or needing 10 plus years of experience. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. If you haven't already, make sure to join our free Facebook group, New Grad PT Mentorship, and follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. Thank you so much. Now on to the show. In this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint Audio Experience, Javier is joined by James Ashcroft, founder of Ashcroft Physio and Performance. In this episode, they discuss how to overcome self-doubt, not settle for just any job right out of PT school, and take risks to further advance in your career. James and Javier advise to learn the craft of PT and find your niche while still remaining knowledgeable in all aspects of physical therapy. If you enjoyed this episode or any of the previous episodes, make sure to screenshot it, put it on your story, and tag us, and we'll make sure to repost it on our page. Welcome, everyone, to the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. My name is Javier Carlin. I'm the host of this podcast and the founder of the New Grad PT Mentors. And today I have a very special guest. His name's James James Ashcroft. He's been a practicing physical therapist for six and a half years. He graduated from Springfield College in 2012 and soon after landed a great job in outpatient PT. There, he worked for just over five years, attempting to take in as much continuing education and knowledge as possible. Along his journey through helping open up one new clinic, as well as beginning a golf performance program, he hit speed bumps and had frustrations along the way with both both program growth, clinic management, and and patient management. He has has long had a huge passion for golf and had a dream of starting his own clinic since he became a PT. Those brewing frustrations and consequent burnout helped push James to pursue his dream of combining better patient care and golf performance with Ashcroft Physio. James has now run Ashcroft Physio, a cash-based practice for just over one year treating active adults, athletes, and golf, golf, golf. James is also currently working on forming an online program focused on helping adult golfers with chronic low back pain get back to moving freely and playing their best golf without fear of re-injury. So we can end the podcast now because that is all about James and and that's all you need to know. Because <laughs> we just went over his entire life story. That, that's amazing, James. Congratulations. <laughs> no, Thanks, Javi. No, really, James. Thank you so much for, for jumping on this podcast today. It's really an honor having you here. And, um, and really, I just want to start off by just giving the, the listeners a glimpse into, into your background, into your, your current life, and, and really the reason why you chose to become a physical therapist. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you, Javi, for having me today. It's nice to be here. Um, first official podcast. So that's awesome to say, um, you know, so right now, currently I'm based out of Eastern Massachusetts. So why I got into physical therapy, uh, I think is probably going to resonate with most people that had some form of athletic background. I was high school sports. I was in the athletic training room a bunch. I shadowed some physical therapists and really enjoyed it. And my mother is a nurse. And I think there's just something about, uh, having my mom in healthcare and seeing how she had interacted with people and how much she enjoyed her job. I knew I wanted to be working with people and didn't want to be in a nine to five desk job. I need to be on my feet and interacting. So um, certainly I think the sports side of things and then um, 
my mom's uh, role in healthcare as a nurse were probably the two driving forces that got me interested in physical therapy. Okay, excellent, excellent. So, so as far as I know, we went over your your biography real quick, but um, as far as where where you're at now um, in in your career, obviously you you have two businesses. Um, t- tell us more about that. Sure. So, uh, so it was about probably three or four years into my outpatient job where it was really starting to get the rumblings of thinking about what is this really where I want to be? Um, seeing uh, an outpatient, you see a high volume of patients. It's easy um, or easier to get burnt out if you don't have the right people around you. And even with the best people around you, sometimes you can still get a little bit run down seeing, seeing high volume people. So I knew that there was something else that I was kind of burning or yearning to do. And I wasn't, wasn't quite sure what that was going to be. And um, just I think I was listening to Jared Carter was the first person I really um, heard through some podcasts about cash-based physical therapy yes. and really got, got the wheels turning. And uh, the more I was listening to some of his podcasts, I remember I must have listened like eight hours straight one day, like on a, on a road trip up to Vermont or something like that. Yes. And I was like, the wheels were turning. I'm like, there is something here. There's something like, I think I want to do this. I'd always wanted to have my own clinic or have more decision rights within a clinic um, and kind of more influence in terms of the way we might do things. And so um, once uh, it'd been about five and a half years and I was pretty unsettled in my, in my current, in my current role, the company was great. Um, I didn't click with everybody around me. And I think there were some people that weren't as go get them about continuing education and learning. And uh, I was just like, uh, at some point we had, my wife and I had just bought a house and I was like, okay, it's time to jump. The mortgage is secure. Let's go jump and do this. So I kind of jumped feet first into cash practice without knowing too much really uh, at all. Um, I was fortunate enough to have some patients follow me for my old practice. And then I picked up some per diem hours um, at a local um, a kind of outpatient um, home kind of, or basically outpatient PT at people's houses. Okay. Um, a lot of older adults, um, just to cover the bills. Got it. Got so it. That kind of got me started. And then, you know, the journey before that for me was really just about soaking up as much information as I could. Uh, I had some really good mentors as a student that really inspired the heck out of me. Uh, I remember even in PT school, not reading a lot of my books and just kind of, kind of going through and doing well in school, but nothing really lit the fire. And I'm, uh, had one PT clinic out in central, uh, central Massachusetts, central Massachusetts physical therapy. And they totally lit the fire. They introduced me to Gray cook and FMS, SFMA, uh, postural restoration, lots of cool stuff. And I just kind of soaked it all up and it kind of just started the educational journey. And I really, um, want to be like those guys cause they just, they've been practicing 10, 15 years and just rocking and rolling. Yeah, absolutely. No, I've, so I've, I've looked into the, the SFMA, PRI. I did. I did like the intro course to the SFMA, and they're they're all amazing, amazing uh, methods. And and I would highly recommend it to anyone listening right now if that's something that you're that you're curious about. Um, it's 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 really truly an amazing uh, platform, and and those guys are are pretty next level when it comes to the clinic clinical skills for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So 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 going going back in time, uh, you know maybe five, six years ago, when you first graduated from PT school, what would you say that you were cur- like personally struggling with? Obviously, you had great mentors, and I think, I think that is something that everyone needs. And a mentor could be, we talk about it all the time, like a mentor for business, a mentor for the, for the clinical skills, uh, life mentors, right? But, but for you, what, 
what was one thing, one or two things that you were personally struggling with um, as, as a new grad? Sure. I, I think the first thing was there was a lot of fear of the unknown. I, I mean, I, I think everyone felt like they could get a job out of school, but no one really knew what kind of job, especially me personally. I, I had interviewed at four or five places and every interview, I just felt like a number. I felt like I was a position to fill. Hmm. There was no clinic that really, there was so many clinics in need that they didn't even care what you knew or what, you, what your philosophies or ethics or values were. They were just ready to put you, put you, give you an offer. So I was really worried about finding the right job, you know, in terms of landing a job that um, didn't have the same values as I did in terms of patient care or cared more about high volume or high numbers. Um, so that was probably the biggest concern coming out of school. Uh, second was really just, okay, well, where to live? Like, where do, where do I want to be? <laughs> I studied at Springfield. I really like Massachusetts, but I didn't love Western Massachusetts as much. And I didn't want to go home to Connecticut where my family is. I just wanted to have some freedom and independence. So I think those were the big two. Do I really want to move too far? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what kind of clinic am I going to find? Is the clinic going to kind of have the same values that I, that I had? Wonderful. Yeah. So I, I love the fact that you actually interviewed at, at four clinics because I think a lot, of, a lot of new grad PTs, the first offer that they're given, they're like, we're so you know, it, it's been a for most of us, it's been a while since, we, since we've been making some money. Uh, and obviously coming out of school, you, you have a ton of loans. So it's like, let me just, like the first job offer that I get, I'm taking it because I need to make some money right now. And, and you know, not having those options, a lot of the times we, we make poor decisions out of the urgency of, of coin, of making money. So the fact that you interviewed at four different places gave you, gave you some choices. So, so did, did you end up... Um, accepting one of those offers at one of those four or did you go did you end up uh, interviewing somewhere else we ended up having yeah so good question i ended up having those four and i wasn't crazy about the people i interviewed with it, just the questions they asked um so i ended up interviewing at one place out in eastern massachusetts uh marathon physical therapy and i met the owner the owner is alex mckinney and he was he was amazing he just like he blew me away he just wanted to get to know you know what you were about what you were interested in and it was so different than any other interview I had. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, all right, sign me up. What do I need to do? So I was like, all right, I got to move out here, figure it out. Yeah, done. Perfect. That, and, and, and that's the thing. You just wait a little bit longer and an opportunity like that arises and you just know it's, it's I think number one, it's figuring out what you want and, and what you don't want and then and not settling for, for what you think is, is going to, you know, either burn you out too quickly or if, if there's, if there's some tension there or you just don't feel like it's the right fit, then it's probably not the right fit. So keep on, keep the search going. Uh, because I mean, for you, it seems like you, I mean, you were there, the, so at Marathon PT, you were there for the first five years of your yeah. physical therapy career, right? So it was, it was a great decision. Um, Absolutely. yeah, excellent. That, that's, that's, that's great. And I would, I would, you know, any yeah. new grad, I would, I really highly recommend getting feelers out there, even go to some places that maybe you're not sure that you'll like, mm -hmm. because it will give you some perspective of either how the management or the ownership run the company as well as get to you might get a little taste of their culture kind of what it feels like when you walk in even um and you might even find some things that you do like or don't like and you didn't even know that so uh yeah the more you can do it and interviews are tough interviews are scary so the more you can do of them uh the absolute better wonderful advice excellent excellent so in the in the, in the last six years I mean, um, what, what would you say is the, the greatest lesson that you've learned uh, from all your time being a, a practicing clinician? Because 
Um, obviously, you know, coming out of school, I, I feel like most of us feel like we don't know anything. And I, I think we'll never know everything, but, but that feeling sometimes holds us back from, from really reaching our, our true potential as a physical therapist. So uh, if you had to give some advice to a, a PT um, clinically, what, what is one, one great lesson that you learn when it comes to, you know, gaining that confidence uh, as a clinician coming out of school? Sure. You know, I think the biggest thing I, I you know, I, I think I've learned and I also struggled with really early on is that in school, everything is black and white, right? You have mm -hmm. clinical prediction rules. Um, you go through all these special tests that have X level of reliability or validity, right? And you get a patient in your clinic and you hear their story and you're like, hmm, well, this kind of sounds like this test is positive and then this test is negative and then this test is positive. Now I'm confused, right? Everything's very gray sometimes. It, there's some, obviously there are some patients that come into your clinic that are textbook, but that's a very small percentage. Right. And so um, really getting to know patients from a, in their subjective history is extremely important. It also builds connection with them. I think Javi, you know that very well in terms of being in our circle or Greg's circle. Um, so I think just things not being black and white, being able to be okay with some unknown and some uncertainty. You know, the other thing I found is the, the more you learn and the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And I think that's, that really is one of the most important things as a, as a new grad or as a practicing professional. Uh, if you think the moment you think you know it all is the moment you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> you know, if you think the shoulder is six special tests and X, Y, and Z, then you lose so much from the neck, other possible things in terms of a serious pathology. There's just so much out there. And it's like every day I'm, I'm reading something and I'm like, oh boy, that can also happen. And even if they're wild things, right? Like iliac artery injuries, right? It's like, right. oh, that's a thing, right? Like, <laughs> so before you learn, it's like, oh boy, there's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's fun, it's exciting, but it's also scary. There's a lot, there's a lot, to, there's a lot out there. Yeah, no, abs absolutely. And I think that's something that, again, holds us, holds us back from from just gaining that confidence and i'm not sure if you agree but i i think one way to at least as a new grad to kind of kind of take take a breather and because you know the the fact that we know that we don't know everything kind of scares us because it's like well what am i going to miss like am i hurting this person or am i not helping them to the full potential but what, what i typically say is like the, the person that you're treating at the end of the day it's, it's a human being so as long as you take care of them and and they know that you're doing everything in your power um even with the lack of knowledge, you don't tell them you have, you don't know what's going on, right? But, but the fact is that if you just take care of someone as, as a person, like, it's, it's okay. You just take, take away the, the, the added stress of, of like, oh, am I going to miss, like you said, this special test or this special test, or maybe this cluster uh, of, of tests like came out positive, or maybe they didn't. But if you kind of take all, like, put all that aside and just take care of a person as a person, um, a lot of those, a lot of that, you know, that fear starts to go away and, and those insecurities start to go away. So um, that, that's something that I, that I like to tell, you know, my students because it's just, it's, it gets, it gets overwhelming and it can really hold you back. And, uh, and I think, um, do, do you, do you think that's, that's a good way to put it, James, or do you, do you want to add anything to that? 100%. I, I think, you know, you use some of that's a healthy fear, right? You understand and you have an appreciation for what you don't know. That's a good thing. Right. Um, there's not, you know, it's because you care, right? You feel that way because you care. Exactly. If you didn't care, exactly. You didn't feel that way is because you don't care. And so that kind of healthy fear is going to help you look a few things up when you need to. I'm looking things up, and I have my mentor. I have mentors 
that are way smarter than me that still go to the book sometimes. And it's very easy to be confident with, you know, I shouldn't say it's very easy to be confident with a patient, but once you, you, you talk with a patient, if you're unsure, it's okay to go two minutes in the back office and take a peek at something and then go back and talk with them. I, you know, and I did that a bunch when I was learning, um, find other colleagues you can talk to, but absolutely you, you could be practicing hard for 10 years. You just don't let that slow you down. You just keep, keep working at it. Um, and right. Don't sweat those kinds of things. It's part of the process of, of, um, kind of gaining your knowledge base and getting your experience. Absolutely. Uh, so, so very quickly, I think, I think there are a lot of new grads who might be listening to this podcast, you know, thinking about eventually going into business ownership, um, whether it's cash based or insurance based, but, but a lot of the, the, the new grad PTs coming out of school, you know, there's a lot of buzz about entrepreneurship and, and the lifestyle that it can eventually give you what before you, you made that, that jump into, into, you know, starting a business, what were some fears that you had, uh, kind of holding you back before you decided to just kind of take that leap of faith into becoming a business owner? The, the absolute biggest fear is if I leave, will people follow? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the absolute biggest. If I leave, the people like me enough to now come follow me and also pay me, right? Cause I'm going right. cash. And I think right. even regardless of that, it is, yeah, is this going to work? Can I do it? Like, can I really actually do this? Um, so there's lots of self doubt. I, I think for most people, there's that. I mean, certainly there was for me in terms of, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm a business person, you know, those kinds of things. So just the general fears of not, you know, not being successful. The one thing I told myself, and I think this will help anybody is that if you, if you've practiced as a physical therapist or you're just licensed as a physical therapist, you've gone through the schooling, mm -hmm. you know, at least the bare minimum to become a physical therapist, which is a lot, right? right? Yeah. And if you go out and fail, you are totally hireable, right? And exactly. business owners would, would certainly not bat an eye. They would actually kind of think that you're more reliable and, and, and likely more, um, more, it might be even more respected because you went out and did that, right? If I had someone that had came to me saying, hey, James, I'd love to work for you. I just tried my own thing and it just didn't work out. Obviously, I'd like to learn a little bit about why, but that's a really cool thing for somebody to go out and do. So um, I just told myself that over and over and over again. You can still get a job. You can still get a job. You can still get a job. And it kind of helped dampen some of those fears. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's an excellent point because, I mean, we're, we're lucky enough where, I mean, again, we're physical therapists, so we can always find a job. And honestly, right now, jobs aren't that difficult to find. It might not be a job that you enjoy. That's a different question. Those are <laughs> a bit harder to come across by. But the fact is that if you do decide to open up a business and let's say you probably maybe, maybe you didn't learn the skills beforehand to actually have a successful business and, and it fails, it's okay. You just go back to that, that job, that nine to five, and maybe start learning those skills first and then try again. Right. Absolutely. And, that, and it's that it's that simple, but obviously the fears are still there. So I thought I thought that was good for everyone to know that even myself included starting the online business like yourself. Uh, there are fears there, but you just have to take the jump if you really want the, the lifestyle. So that leads me to my next question. What what finally pushed you in that direction? Like what was the driving force? Why? What's your, your big reason why you want you wanted to start your own business? Yeah, so the, there was I mean the big two, right? One was autonomy. One was really autonomy. I wanted to have some form of decision rights in the practice that I was in. 
And so the original price was in, I, I wanted to have some digital rights and, and myself and the manager didn't quite click. So mm -hmm. I didn't really have an opportunity to weigh in a lot. Um, so that's one piece. I mean, I always wanted to do this. So having the ability to create a, a clinic, a culture, a way of treating people in a way that is really agreeable to kind of my, my values, which was educate, 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 and empower people to take care of their health. So the cash, the cash clinic model for me just made sense in that regard. So I think those, those were the big two, right? Having some form of autonomy, being able to influence anything and everything about kind of the culture and, and the mission that you want to kind of go on. And then um, just being able to treat in a way that, you know, I, I kind of wanted to in terms of my time and also the way I thought it would be great to take care of people. Absolutely. I think, I think, um, having control over, over your life and career and just, and the, just the direction that you're, you're taking your life. I think that's the biggest thing that most of us want. It's just a feeling of control. And then yeah, that's, that's, and that's what a business allows you to do. You, you are the boss. You get to decide, uh, what, like what direction you take your company. And if, if you make a bad decision, it's on you. If you make a great decision, it's, it's still on you. But, but at the end of the day, you are in control. And I think, I think again, that autonomy is something that we're all, we're all, you know, that we all want really. It's just figuring out like <laughs> before you decide to do that, do I actually, am I actually able to do it? Do I have the skills to do it successfully? Um, and I think that that should come before you ever think about opening up a business. But for, for you, James, do you think, do you think that like knowing what you know now, would you have opened up your, your own business earlier on in your career? Or do you think like everything just kind of lined up perfectly and this was the best time to get, to get started? Yeah. I, you know, you know, I thought about that question now, you know, I'm not too sure. Okay. Honestly, not too sure. I think things really lined up kind of well in the situation of having practice for X number of years, having some level of frustration and burnout over a year, like three, four, four and a half that definitely contributed to this. Right. I would say knowing everything I know now, I'm a lot of me is glad that I got a lot of reps in yes. and I kind of went through some of the qualifications I went through. Do you need to do that? Absolutely not. But I think for me personally, it gave me confidence, Yes. Um, which was important. I didn't have that in terms of any of the business sense. I didn't have a good team around me when I started a business. I didn't really have anybody that even strongly supported what I was doing. Um, but having the experience gave me some of the confidence, uh, which I, I think I probably would have, I probably would keep it the same. I would okay. say. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's excellent. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's also like having like understanding that, I mean, everyone is going through a different journey. Um, obviously the experiences kind of shape what direction you go into, but at the end of the day, it's like what you learn in school, like really the clinical internships that, that you've been on. If you're still a PT student listening to this, that, that is a place to ask as many questions as possible to your CIs and hopefully you have good CIs. I had a couple that weren't that great that just didn't care to help me out. <laughs> but if you have good CIs, great. If you don't find people like, like you did, like you had those clinical mentors that, that help you out with, with that. And, and just, and it's all about just continuing to practice those things. I, I feel like a lot of, a lot of PT students or new grads go to these seminars. Uh, they learn like, a great ton of information and then they, they learn it and then they the, the, like, it just kind of, they don't practice it. So they lose everything that they learn. I think if you're going to a seminar for a couple of days, the next eight days, you should be, you know, really trying to master 
that, that new skill or technique. So it actually ingrains in your head. And it's, it's no different with, with, again, with the business side, like you still, you want to have the skills before you go out and try and open up your own business. So, so the fact is that like, like for you, it made sense. You know, you had, I think you said your, your mortgage paid off. So, so the risk was, was less for you to start your own business at this point in life. Well, for, it was, sorry, Javi, I don't want to interrupt, I don't want to interrupt no, a little bit. No, uh, it was just simply that my wife and I were in the process of getting a mortgage for six oh, months. For gotcha. our house. Okay. So I, I didn't want to leave my income and say, Hey, and then they just not give us the mortgage. But once the mortgage was secure and we had like signed all the paperwork. Yes. I was like, oh, more, more debt, college debt, house debt. <laughs> all right, now we can jump. So that's kind of how it went. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so I mean, things have to line up and, and everyone's life is different. So uh, the fact is that, I mean, five to six years out of school to open up a, a business is, it's amazing. Like a lot of people don't do that ever. So, so I, I think that's just, that's just so cool, man. Um, what... Let's see. I, I wanted to ask you, like, what what is like one one? I know you've given a lot of advice to new grad PTs already, but if you had to like, you know, zero in on on the one greatest piece of advice that you can give to a new grad PT, a new professional coming out of school, um, that that maybe is lacking some clarity and direction in, in their career, uh, what what would that be? Uh, honestly, uh, this is something that I've. I've been blessed with from as a student and even to now being part of um, knowing so many people from SSPT live and, and knowing Greg Todd circle is just surround yourself with like-minded people surround yourself with people that you kind of aspire to be. Um, so really it's just, it's just being around the right groups because if you're around the wrong groups uh, it can, if you're already a little bit overworked or burnt out or you're not sure about things, then bring around the wrong group of people, bring you down and it, it makes you spin even more. So just finding people that you really like, that are like-minded, that inspire you, uh, all about just being around the right people. That's, the, I mean, honestly, the one piece of advice, it's not clinical, it's not, it's not even business, it's just life. Find the right people, gravitate to them, make connections with them and learn from them and grow with them. That, that's, that's the key. <laughs> That's the key. I mean, you know, I mean, that's, man, that's why, that's what, that's what led me to Greg, Greg Todd. And that's why I'm, I'm in this. It's like, geez, like, how can I not be a part of this awesome community? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's the greatest thing that, that we've all been, you know, blessed to have is, is at the end of the day, you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. And you have to choose those people very carefully. And I say it all the time. It's not like you have to eliminate everyone else from your life. It's just managing the time you spent with them. Because if you're surrounding yourself around negative people telling you that you can't do this, you can't do that, when they themselves haven't even tried to do anything, then that's, that's definitely going to hold you back in life. But if you surround yourself with people like myself, with people like James, who are willing to help, willing to share our knowledge and, and the skills that we develop, our experiences with you, and just encourage you and motivate you. Because if, if there's something that you want out there in life, like you, can, you can go out and get it. And you don't have to wait. You can get it, go and get it now. Yeah, you have to, you have to put in the work. Uh, but but there's absolutely nothing that in this life that you can't, that you can't achieve. So having those people encouraging you and motivating you on a daily basis, like I talk to, uh, to people like, like James, like on a daily basis, like just my inner circle of, of, uh, you know, of friends who are physical therapists and are just doing really amazing things in the profession. You know, I have pre PTs who are, you know, marketing for private practices. We have, um, you know, a PT students starting their own podcast. Like it's just, it's just incredible. And it's, it's unheard of in the profession. I, I'm so excited to see where, where this all takes us in the next like five to 10 years, even sooner really. But, but talking about the future, 
James, what, what is next for you? Like, what are your biggest goals for 2019? So the two biggest goals really are uh, still getting a grip of this brick and mortar business. Um, things are, have been, the snowball has been growing, which has been great. Um, my goal is to get as many golfers into my clinic as humanly possible, as many as I can treat. Uh, the second goal is, is working on this online, online business and on the online program to help golfers dealing or suffering with low back pain, uh, especially chronic pain, chronic low back pain. Um, just get moving better, start, start playing more consistently and get back to the course. Back pain is such a big problem across the U.S., across the world, and it's certainly a problem in golf as well. Uh, so my goal is to start getting some of the, the hooks in place to start growing that and impacting and helping those people. Wonderful, wonderful. So, so you've really niched down and obviously you're, you're helping golfers uh, in your brick and mortar practice and also uh, the online course is centered around, uh, around golfers as well. Which, which is amazing. Do you, do you recommend a new grad PT to, you know, specialize and not, in the spe- and not specialize in the sense of like, you know, getting your OCS or your SCS? I know you have your OCS. You, uh, you have your OCS, your CSCS and your TPI certification as well, which is badass. Um, but as far as like niching down, do you recommend a new grad PT to do that right out of school or, or soon thereafter? I think it, you know, honestly, I think it depends on what their goal is or his or her goal is. Okay. You know, I, I do think there's a lot of positives to making sure if you're in orthopedics or you're in uh, neurology or acute care that you really learn the craft, right? Mm-hmm. Learn, the, learn the core craft. Right. If you're in, interested in, you're in acute care and you're really interested in lymphedema or you're really inter- interested in the shoulder or really interested in the knee, yeah, sure, get really good at it. If, you really, if it amps you up, 100%. Right. Just forget some of the other little things that you, you still need along the way. I do think niching down at any level is never a bad thing uh, as long as you're not working at, let's say, you're working at a neurology clinic and you're niching hard on the shoulder mm-hmm. and then you've got post-strokes coming in and you don't know how to treat them. Right. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, of course, like, <laughs> yeah, niche down, learn, learn, learn. I think it's all good. That, that, yeah, that, 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 that example would be a bad idea. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. Well, you got to quickly figure it out, right? No, but that, that's a good point. And I, I think it's great to, to also know that niching down, I think, as a, as a business owner is, is that, that you, like, if, especially cash-based, that is super key. Because people need to see you as the expert in, in, in one field and your messaging for everything has to be on point. But like you said, if you're working at an outpatient facility and you have, you're seeing a, a variety of musculoskeletal conditions, then, then you have to you know, be a jack of all trades as far as knowing how to, how to treat all different types of people with, with all different types of you know, per, post-surgical conditions, et cetera. So uh, awesome. That's great advice, James. So, so to finish up, where, where can people find you, find out more about you? Um, uh, what you're doing and and about your online course because I, I know obviously this is for uh, you know physical therapists uh, new guy PT specifically but I think just being exposed to the new like the world of online which is just blowing up like faster than ever and, and how we're actually able as physical therapists to help our patients through these platforms it's just it's just amazing so if there's any are there any like places that they can find out more about that as well just to kind of see what you're doing because I think a lot of the times we we feel like we can't jump into these different realms, um, you know, having a brick and mortar practice and an online business, but I'm kind of doing the same thing myself. So it is definitely possible, but, but um, so yeah, where, where can people find more about you, James? Sure. So uh, 
probably the first place. Honestly, friend me on Facebook. I, I think probably it's the first, honestly, the first thing is friend me on Facebook. You'll, you'll get part of my personal page where I get some of my business things in there. Perfect. Uh, otherwise, you can, you can um, get to me at james at ashcroftphysio.com and shoot me an email if you have questions about any of these things. Maybe you're interested in golf or interested in cash PT. I'm more than happy to kind of help any of you listening. Um, Ashcroft underscore physio is my Instagram. You can get a feel for some of the things I'm doing business-wise or attempting to do business-wise. Otherwise, right now, in terms of my online business, I don't have um, my online site set up yet in regards to um, the golf and back pain stuff, but you could find my brick-and-mortar site. It's uh, ashcroftphysio.com and kind of see how, how things uh, I've done. There might be some things to do and some things not to do <laughs> on all of that, but um, yeah, I'm very accessible. So if there's, if you want to find me on Facebook and message me or message me through email, what have you, I mean, certainly um, go right ahead. Excellent. Excellent. Thank, thank you so much, James. Like, like James said, like we're, we're all very open to, to helping you out. So if you ever have any questions for myself, for James, you know, his, he just gave you his email address. He told you to friend him on Facebook. You have no excuse to not go out and reach out to him. <laughs> so, so, so really just James, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, this was an eye opening, you know, uh, interview. And I, I know that new grads coming out of school right now and even PT students who are listening to this got a lot, a lot out of this. So uh, thank you so much for jumping on, man. It, it was, it was really a blast and, and an honor, honor to have you here. Uh, my pleasure, Javi. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. If you have any questions or would like to speak to us directly about your New Grad PT experience, please do not hesitate to contact us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. As always, we welcome you to join our free New Grad PT Mentorship group on Facebook. And we'd also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. If you can think of at least one person who can benefit from listening to this episode today, please be sure to share it with them. We look forward to seeing you and them on the next episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. Thank you. Have an amazing day.